0: With Back to God Ministries, how's everyone doing today? I pray that all is well in your lives, that you are walking by faith and not by sight. You, beloved, are to never give up on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right, my brothers and sisters, listen. Today, we are going to talk about the fear of the Lord. Because you know why, beloved? As I'm journeying through my faith and coming upon the brethren, I don't see a whole lot of fear in the Lord like we ought to. Those of us who understand the ramification and consequence of willful sin and living a lifestyle of iniquity, we know God is not playing with that lake of fire. Nope, He is not. And this is why, beloved, we see the gospel being watered down. This is why we see most professing Christians having a... Laid back, cavalier attitude towards holiness and righteous living. We see many who are blind following behind blind guides because these apostate teachers teach that once you are saved, you are always saved, and this absolutely gives people a license to sin as long as they can do it and claim grace 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 they live a life of maliciousness wickedness rebellion and disobedience so what we talking about today beloved whale what does it mean To fear the Lord. Because the Bible tells us that the fear of the Lord turns a man away from evil. Yep, he or she will depart evil. Oh, listen though. Do we honestly think that Holy God wants His children to live this way of maliciousness, wickedness, rebellion, and disobedience? Do you think God wants His children to live this way when He sent His one and only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to die in our place, paying the penalty for our wrongdoing, Christ Jesus became a sacrificial lamb. Laying down his life, he died for the sins of the world. We must know and recognize that Christ lived, he died, and on the third day, God raised Jesus from the dead by the power of And working of Holy Spirit. Therefore. We must also. Know and recognize. The times. In which we are living in. The world. Is rife. With sin. And unbelief. They have no hope. And many have lost. Their hope. For them, they believe the government will make everything better. For them, they believe the science. For them, they believe in the many pseudo-doctors who tell you all you need to do is take this shot, drink this medicine, take this pill, and everything that ails you, Will be fine. Beloved, we know doctors have a place in society. And when the body falls ill, we go to a doctor. But our ultimate physician is Christ Jesus. What we must all consider and never forget and keep our eyes wide open is that judgment day is fastly approaching christ jesus is on his way back let us not forget all that we do is being recorded in heaven and jesus wants me to tell the people when he returns he will He shall have his reward with him. And he is going to give to every man, every woman, according to their ways and according to the fruit of their doings. Oh, beloved, let us not forget that all that we do is being recorded in heaven and the books will be opened and we will be judged out of those things which are written in the books, whether they be good or bad. Because when we as believers stand before Christ, it will be at the judgment seat of Christ, a.k.a. the Bema seat, to receive rewards or Not as many. For what we have done in the body, many will lose out on many rewards. Why? Why, my brothers and sisters, are some who are in the body, saved, made it into the kingdom, but will lose some rewards? It is because in certain areas of life, you still was disobedient, although saved, but like Paul says, only by the skin of your teeth. His exact words was as if scaping fire. Yes, that person is saved. Barely. Barely. So, do you want to enter eternity under that condition? Or do you want to hear a resounding, well done, good and faithful servant? Welcome to my Father's glory. Oh, beloved. We must live holy. And we can do it because... We have God's Holy Spirit. We must live pure, wholesome, upright, godly lives. As we await the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, or we go by the way of the grave, either way, the promise of eternal life is right there. But we must remain faithful to the end, to Jesus. So, we must talk about the fear of the Lord. So, let us run through some scriptures about the day of the Lord. Because this is going to be a terrifying, frightful, horrendous, Never before has we have ever seen such a day that many people thought they wouldn't experience because they automatically made it into the kingdom off the false doctrine of a pre-trib rapture. Oh, beloved, somewhere on the playlist of this podcast it may be going on like two years now. The Holy Spirit sat me down one day for about four hours and ran me through the scriptures about how pre-tribulation is a false doctrine. Check the playlist. I got it somewhere on here. If only the hosting, the hosting platform whoever they be, can please hear the cry of us podcasters to set it up where we can create categories. Instead of running you through over 600 of mine alone episodes, it would be so fantabulous if we could put some of these episodes into categories. Oh, beloved, let us keep this in our prayers. So, let us run through some scriptures, thank you, Holy Spirit, about the day of the Lord. Because, like I said, this is going to be a day unlike any other day recorded in history. Some who believed they had a right relationship with God are going to be in for a rude awakening. When he tells them, depart from me, I never knew you. Why? Because they lived a life of wickedness, iniquity. You thought you were good to go because you were prophesying in Jesus' name. You were casting out demons in Jesus' name. You were performing mighty works in the name of Jesus Christ. But you lived a lifestyle that made you disqualified. So, beloved... Let us stay humble, obedient, and sober, lest we fall. So, I'm not going to give you all 86 that I have right here before me, but let's look at the Old Testament. Isaiah 24, 21 to 22 says, So it will happen in that day that the Lord will punish the hosts of heaven on high and the kings of the earth on earth. They will be gathered together like prisoners in the dungeon and will be confined in prison. And after many days, they will be punished. Oh, beloved, I pray you have a pen. And a piece of paper to write down these scriptures so that in your downtime, quiet time with the Lord in meditation and prayer, go over these scriptures. All of us must keep this in our, that's the word I'm looking for. In our arsenal, that this day, right now, many in hell are dreading this day when Christ Jesus cracks open up that firmament and be ready to initiate the final judgment. Oh, beloved Nehemiah 1 verses 14 to 18 says near is the great day of the lord near and coming very quickly listen the day of the lord in it the warrior cries out bitterly a day of wrath is that day? A day of trouble and distress, a day of destruction and desolation, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and, and thick darkness, a day of trumpet and battle cry against the fortified, against the fortified cities and the high corner towers. He says, I will bring distress on men so that they will walk like the blind because they have sinned against the Lord and their blood will be poured out like dust and their flesh like dung, neither their silver nor their gold will be able to deliver them on the day of the Lord's wrath and all the earth will be devoured in the fire of his jealousy. For he will make a complete end. Indeed, a terrifying one of all the inhabitants of the earth. Amen. Oh, beloved. I'm telling you, this day of the Lord, whew, I don't even have the English vocabulary to fully express how I don't want, you don't want to be on the wrong side of the Lord when this day approaches. Isaiah Isaiah 13, 9 through 11. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, cruel with fear fury, and burning anger to make the land a desolation, and he will exterminate its sinners from it. (sighs) See? For the stars of heaven and their constellations will not flash forth their light. The sun will be dark when it rises, and the moon will not shed its light. Thus, I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their iniquity. I will also put an end to the arrogance of the proud and abase the haughtiness of the ruthless. Amen. See, beloved, these unbelievers in the world think God is playing Some of them, half of them, if not all of them, don't even believe he even exists. They think all of this is a fairy tale. No, it's not. Jeremiah 46.10 For that day belongs to the Lord God of hosts, a day of vengeance, so as to avenge himself on his foes, And the sword will devour and be satiated and and drink its fill of their blood. Oh, beloved. For there will be a slaughter for the Lord God of hosts in the land of the north by the river Euphrates. Amen. Oh, beloved. I can go on and on. You know what I will do? I am going to put a link to all 86 Bible verses. Not that this is only 86. I'm quite sure it's way more if we dig, dig, dig. But I'm going to put a link of this. That lists 86 Bible verses about the day of the Lord. Listen, Holy God ain't playing with none of us. Must I run you over here? Where we at? Where's my? Where? Where? Ah, here we go. 2 Thessalonians one, eight through nine. Again, I keep reminding us that when Jesus returns with His angels in flaming fire I I don't even want to know what that looks like oh beloved to be against Christ when he comes in flaming fire to do what pa- pass out hugs absolutely not in flaming fire taking vengeance on them who know not God and who obey not the gospel. How does one obey not the gospel when they reject Jesus Christ? Okay, well, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction? Yes, beloved, everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power who is this Paul Paul is talking about how the enemies of God and the son they will be eternally separated from their glory where will you think the lake of fire okay okay what is this isaiah 27 1 in that day the lord will punish leviathan the fleeing serpent with his fierce and great and mighty sword hallelujah even even leviathan the twisted serpent, and he will kill the dragon who lives in the sea. Oh beloved, you know what that reminds <clears throat> reminds me of Revelation 20, verse 10. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Oh my brothers and sisters listen Joel, Joel, Joel 3 verses 12 to 14 let the nations be a arou- uh- let the nations be aroused and come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat. For there I will sit to judge all the surrounding nations. Put in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come, tread, for the winepress is full, the vats overflow. For their wickedness is great, multitudes Multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. Oh boy. Oh boy. Listen. We must read these scriptures also. Because as much as we love all the wonderful, precious promises about eternal life, about inheriting the kingdom, about spending all of eternity with the Lord and the Father, we also better know this side of Him as well. Listen. Zephaniah 3.8 Therefore, wait for me, declares the Lord, For the day when I rise up as a witness, indeed, my decision is to gather nations, to assemble kingdoms. Why? Why is the Lord doing all of this? Well, he's about to tell us. To pour out on them my indignation, all my burning anger. For all the Earth will be devoured by the fire of my zeal, beloved do you still do you still think God is playing because I don't, and I know many of you don't either you know for a fact He is not playing so romans two sixteen on the day when according to my gospel God will judge the secrets of men through Christ Jesus. Amen. Because look at what's going to be happening on that day. Revelation six, fifteen to seventeen. Then the kings of the earth and the great men and the commanders and the rich And the strong and every slave and free man hid themselves in the caves. Why? Because Jesus has now appeared in the sky. And there everyone is scattering, trying to hide. Okay. Well, let's see. Uh Uh-huh. Hid themselves in the caves And among the rocks of the mountains, and they said to the mountains and to the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the presence of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come and who is able to stand? Amen. No one. That's who. I'm answering your question. No one. Ooh. Mm. Okay. I'm going to give you maybe two more. And then we're going to move on. Amos 5, 18 to 20. Alas, you who are longing for the day of the Lord, for what purpose will the day of the Lord be to you? It will be darkness and not light as when a man flees from a lion and a bear meets him or goes or goes home, lean his hand against the wall and a snake bites him. Will not the day of the Lord be darkness instead of light, even gloom with no brightness in it? Amen. Oh, beloved. Yes, Holy Spirit. Spirit, there will be no escaping this day just like when you thought you got away from what he says first from a lion only to run into a bear and you think going home is safe and you put your hand up against a wall only for a snake to bite you you ain't getting away No, because Isaiah 2.12 For the Lord of hosts will have a day of reckoning against everyone who is proud and lofty and against everyone who is lifted up that he may be a base. Oh, for the day of the Lord is near and it will come as destruction from the Almighty. So say, Joel 1.15. Oh, beloved, listen, and please hear me when I tell you, we must have a healthy dose of the fear of the Lord. And we are going to be talking about today what exactly is the fear of the Lord and what does it mean to have the fear of the Lord. Because throughout the book of Proverbs, fearing the Lord, it is held up as the right thing to do, showing that there is a connection between the fear of the Lord and wisdom, atonement, walking uprightly, having a place of refuge in God, and a fountain of life. We see all of that in Proverbs 9.10, Proverbs 16.6, Proverbs 14.4, Proverbs 14.26, And Proverbs 14.27. Now, I will be repeating some of the same scriptures from the book of Proverbs throughout the podcast because it bears repeating. So, seven verses into the opening chapter of this great book of wisdom, we find the expression... The fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Those words occur frequently throughout the book of Proverbs. What did Solomon write about the fear of the Lord? Because we see that theme running throughout. So, let's get to some of those scriptures, okay? The fear of the Lord, right? It is not the fear that a child has of an abusive parent. It is not the fear of calamity or death. Neither is it the fear of losing privileges or being displeasing to humans in some fashion. When one fears God, he holds God in high esteem, standing in awe of the Almighty. One who genuinely fears the Lord will have a desire and willingness to submit to what he says to do. We stand in complete awe of his greatness. So, let us take a look at those verses in the book of Proverbs in which, in which we read about the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 1, seven, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of with... No, is Back that train up. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Amen. Listen to this. The word beginning here is from a Hebrew word, which means principal thing. Amen. Proverbs 1, 29 to 30. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would have none of my counsel and despised my every rebuke. Amen. Beloved, this right here is telling us fearing God is a matter of choice. It is not something with which one is born. A person must be educated properly in the scriptures, then choose to fear God. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 2 5. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Amen. So it's telling us it is possible. To understand the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 3.7 says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Amen. Because you see, beloved, genuine fear of the Lord causes a person to depart from evil. yes. It is possible for people to give up sinful practices with other motives. But fearing God will cause one to want to cease sin for the right reason. Which is what? To please the God of heaven. We long to please the Father. Yes, we do. Proverbs 8.13 The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogance, and and the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate. Amen. Beloved, I don't know if you realize this or not, but God hates all forms of evil. And so should we. Yes, beloved, we should. Proverbs 9.10 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. Fearing God is the wise thing to do, beloved. Oh, yes, it is. Proverbs 10.27 Yeah, come to find out, it is cracking open the Bible day today, huh? The fear of the Lord, Proverbs ten twenty-seven, the fear of the Lord prolongs days, but the years of the wicked will be shortened. Amen. Because beloved, this is what I've come to find out. Now I may be late to the party only because I thought God was playing. <laughs> I thought that I can have him in sin too. Because my testimony is that, Oh, I believed every bit of once saved, always saved. Listen, that was my ace in the hole. Claiming the name, but I'm living in sin. No, beloved. Listen. One Who has a healthy respect for God. Will be committed to him. Having confidence in his character. In his promises. And what he provides for us. Christ Jesus tells us in Matthew 6. That we don't have to worry about our lives. Oh beloved. Study from let's see verses 24 to like 34. We don't have to worry about our lives. But how are you living your life will determine where you will in fact spend all of eternity. So Proverbs 14:26 In the fear of the Lord there is strong confidence and his children will have a place of refuge. Amen. Beloved, listen, my hand is raised. I am a witness to Proverbs 14, 26, because I'm not I'm not teaching sinless perfection. What I am harping on. Is that now that we are in Christ Jesus, the mindset is that we strive daily to crucify the flesh, enter through the narrow door that leads to eternal life. Why? So we don't go to hell. So we won't be thrown into the lake of fire. Because Jesus says loving him is obeying his commandments. And we obey them because he first loved us. It's not. It's like on one hand and then on the other hand. We ain't trying to go to hell, right? But we are not obeying Christ Jesus grudgingly. Just so that we don't go to hell. We obey him because we love him. And not only that. But we are grateful. For what he has done for us. God's wrath is no longer upon us. All that we just read about the day of the Lord. We don't have to fear that day. But we actually look forward To the day of the Lord. Because we know. When he returns. He's coming for his church. Amen. So we we won't be hiding up in the rocks. In the mountains. Up in these caves. Trying to get away from him. Which would be of no use. Because you're not getting away. But that he will receive us. Oh, beloved, we obey because we have been told to obey. And his commandments are not burdensome to us. We say, Yes, Lord, absolutely, with no fight, with no hesitation. My mic is falling off my desk. No hesitation. And no resisting. So we know obedience brings about blessing. But are you do but are you doing it with the right motives? I'm I'm telling you, beloved. This is such a fine line. All that we do in Jesus' name, it better be for good. It better be for good. Even, um, yes, Holy Spirit, I know, right? Even being obedient. Why are you being obedient? See, even that will be tried by the fire. So we all better dig around into our hearts. And... And find the true motive. Why are we. Producing fruit. In keeping with repentance. Why are we. Staying out of sin. See. I'm telling you. And for anyone. To teach. Once you are saved. You are always saved. As if we are good to go. When the Christ. Is going to judge all of our motors. Why did you do what you did? See, I'm telling you, beloved, we, we all better wake up and realize until Christ returns or we go by the way of the grave, we must have pure. Heart devoted completely to Jesus for good. It's all about goodness and righteousness, respect, reverence, allegiance, loyalty, faithfulness to God. Oh, beloved. Let's see. Wow, I got a lot of Proverbs over here. So, you know what? I'm going to give you one more. Okay? Let me pick one. Here we go. Proverbs 23, 17. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. Amen. Amen. Oh, beloved, listen, fearing the Lord ought to be a continuous, ongoing state of mind. Yes, it should, it should always be on our minds to fear the Lord. This, let's get some balance here. This is not about walking in terrifying fear of God and you are just so frightful and fearful that you can't even operate. Fearing the Lord is respecting his power and authority of who he is. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And understanding who he is. The creator of all. And all he has to do. Is that and I. And you and I are out of here. We must know. The God. And whom we serve. And it must be. The true and living God. Because this paganistic hedonistic satanic world will put forth before you a god that is so loving that that is all about christmas easter giving you prosperity giving you health giving you a new car a house land and a new man a a new woman uh uh-uh. uh no, that's a shallow God. That's not a powerful God. Because that God can only operate unless you tell him what you decree and what you declare. Oh, no, beloved. Mm-mm. Be not mistaken. That's Satan. Yes, it is. So listen. Okay. What does it mean? to fear the Lord because again fear in the Lord turns a man away from evil my friend listen the fear of the Lord is an awareness that you are in the presence of a holy just and almighty God and that he will hold us accountable for our motives, our thoughts, our words, and actions. To fear God is to desire to live in harmony with His righteous standards and to honor Him in all that we do. We must choose to walk in the fear of the Lord. King David prayed. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. Amen. Psalm 8611. Beloved, this right here should be our daily meditation. Mm -hmm. That we pray to the Father in the name of Jesus to teach us his way. To walk in his truth. So that our hearts. May be united to fear. His name. Oh. Listen. Throughout the Bible. Right. Many promises are given. To those who fear the Lord. Such as. Proverbs 22.4 By humility and the fear of the Lord. And the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Amen. It is wise, beloved, to be governed by a healthy fear of God. Because you see... The book of Proverbs is a collection of teachings from King Solomon to his son showing him how to live his life pleasing to God. So, no doubt about it. We all need that kind of instruction. If there is a key verse that unlocks the power and purpose of proverbs it is the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge but fools despise wisdom and instruction yep i know i already gave y'all that that's proverbs 1 7 so i believe the lord wants you and me to grow in our relationship with Him and in our knowledge of Him, and the and the way knowledge begins is with the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, the phrase, "the fear of the Lord," this word "fear" that Solomon used, it is to have a deep reverence, and respect for the Lord. Like literally, we are to be awed and humbled by His presence. Amen. Someone once said that the remarkable thing about fearing God is that when you fear God, you fear nothing else. Whereas, if you do not fear God, you fear everything else. Hmm. That's true. So, let me ask you. Would you describe your life as one lived in the fear of God? Does respect for Him and for His will compel you to obedience and godliness? Because, beloved, I can't say it enough today. We need to fear the Lord. We must have the fear of the Lord in our lives. Yep. Do I want to give you all some more Proverbs? Yes, Cynthia. Please give us more. (laughs) Let me see. Uh Uh-huh. I may have given you this one, but I'm going to give it to you again, right? Proverbs nine ten: The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Amen. So, I believe we have gotten the gist of it all. Because, think about it. For the unbeliever, the fear of God is the fear of the judgment of God. Yeah. And sad to say, many who do not believe, they don't even fear God. And I'm like, so what you saying? Are you fearing him or not? Because if you are an unbeliever and you say you fear God, well, that don't even compel you that you must look over your life in remorse and repent and come to Jesus. Is it not compelling you to turn from that broad way that leads to destruction and come to Christ Jesus? Hmm. Because see, our fear of the Lord is reverence. Yes, look at what Hebrews 12, 28 to 29 says, because this is a good description of our fear of the Lord, which is what reverence. It says, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God, except acceptab- accept. Mm. I'm going to try it again. Acceptably with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. Amen. So this reverence and awe are exactly what the fear of God means for us. So this is the motivating factor For us to surrender to the God who created the heavens and the earth. Yes. Do I want to give y'all Deuteronomy 10-12? No. Y'all can go study that on your own. So, beloved, I don't think that I need to over-massage this. So, in closing... Let me just say this: we are not to be scared of God. We have no reason to be scared of him. We have his promise that if we endure until the end, what is that matthew twenty four thirteen We shall be saved, beloved. This is about walking as Christ walked. When He walked this earth. As both God and man. He walked in perfect obedience to the Father. And He has given us the example. How to live by how He lived. Does that mean... We will do everything perfect. Well, the goal is to do everything perfect. But until these mortal bodies are glorified, we may miss the mark. But we do not make it a lifestyle to go on practicing willful, deliberate, habitual sin. No, we do not. No, we do not. Why? Because we fear the Lord. Because, like I said, he's not playing. When judgment day comes, he's not playing. He will discipline us. He will chasten us. And if need be, give us a big old whooping, because some of us are hard-headed, because I know I was. But glory be to the Lamb of God. That when we hear the real gospel, and we encounter the real Jesus Christ, because beloved, I don't know if you know this or not, but there is a fake Jesus. Because Christ told us that there will be many false messiahs. So that tells this little pea brain that there's a false church system at work. It is anti-Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And we must know whom we are actually serving. Because Jesus Christ's teaching is repent, or you too shall all likewise perish. Amen. Amen. Oh, Father, in the name of Christ Jesus, hallowed be thy holy name, Father. We stand in complete awe of your greatness, of your holiness, of your goodness. Thank you for having mercy on us. Thank you that you are the truth. Loving kindness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for faith, salvation, redemption. Thank you for the kingdom of God. Oh, Father, thank you for for showing us. Teaching us by your Holy Spirit. What is the fear of the Lord? You were right. The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil. You said pride and arrogance and the way of evil and perverted speech you hate. We see this in Proverbs 8.13. How could we ever forget what Christ Jesus says in Matthew 10, 28? And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both body and soul in hell. Amen. Psalm 111, 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and all those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Amen. Oh, Father, we ask for wisdom. Teach us your way of truth. Show us how to remain on the path that leads to eternal life. Thank you for your word. That we have the spirit of truth. We don't have to be in the dark. We don't have to walk in the darkness because we have the light. Jesus Christ. And he says in John 8, 12, we shall not walk in the darkness because we have the light of life. Amen. That's good news. Oh, Father, bless your holy name. Thank you for your mercy. Continue to teach us truth and we shall heed to it and obey it and keep it we love you because you first loved us and we know we can go to you in prayer and and you will hear our prayer and answer Father I pray in the name of Jesus that Your lights, those who are wayward, who are living a life of disobedience, that they may repent, turn around, and come back to you. And henceforth, walk in obedience to your holy standards. It is not your will. For anyone to perish. You want us to be conformed. Into the image of your son. Oh father. We see evil at every turn. This world. Who is ran. By Satan. Wants to pull us. Into the pit. Right along with him. He hates. Your creation. And those who have pledged their lives to him are being deceived, they being deceived, Father, many have gained all that is in the world, only to die today and lifted up their eyes in hell because they chose to serve another God, a pagan god, a God. That could not save them from your wrath. And yet they chose that one. There's no more mercy in the grave. There's no more repentance from the grave. You give us the ample opportunity to repent and come to Christ Jesus in faith. To receive salvation that was given to us by your amazing grace and the world by and large said no they believe they are coming back through reincarnation they're not coming back it is appointed once for man to die and after that comes certain judgment oh father It is a sad state of affairs that many have lost their souls. It's not a laughing matter. It's not funny. It's it's so not about, see, well, that's what you get. No. We don't take pleasure in anyone's eternal destruction. Our, Our only hope is that You, by your grace, continue to give us the boldness and the wherewithal to continue to preach this gospel. Repent, turn from your wicked ways, and come to Christ before it is too late. I give you glory and honor today and all of my reverence. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. All right, beloved. Repent and believe. Stop sinning and turn back to God. Always remember do not be deceived. Bad company will always corrupt your good morals. Arise to righteousness. That means come to your senses as you ought to and stop sinning. Amen, amen, and Lord willing, until next time, I shall be speaking to you all soon. Praise the living God. Thank you guys for tuning in. I truly appreciate all your support. Until next time, I'll be talking to y'all soon. Bye.